0: Welcome to the podcast of Medora Pentecostal Church. We are a growing community of believers committed to bringing hope and building lives. We pray today's message is a blessing to you. Mark chapter 16 and verse 14. Brother Nathan Batson, under the anointing of the Lord, stood up the last night of the conference as the Lord had moved mightily in that building. And he said, Every pastor, go home and preach on souls. So I'm going to do that today. Hopefully, all around this this country, those that are there at the conference are preaching on this. I want to talk to you about remember the why. Remember the why. Mark chapter 16, verse 14. Afterward, he appeared unto the leaven as he sat at meat and upbraided them with their unbelief and hardness of heart. Because they believed not them which had seen him after he was risen. And he said unto them, Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. But he that believeth not shall be damned. And these signs shall follow them that believe. In my name shall they cast out devils. Do we still believe that? Amen. And they shall speak with new tongues. If you're a believer, you should be a tongue talker. Do you believe that? Amen. I said if you're a believer, according to this verse, you'll be a tongue talker. You're talking tongues. You'll be a cast out devils, they'll speak with new tongues, they'll take up serpents, and if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them, they shall lay hands on the sick, and they shall recover. That is for those that believeth and are baptized. We'll be devil chasers, tongue talkers, Amen, they'll deal with uh, spirits like serpents. They'll handle deadly things and it will not hurt them and they'll lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. Somebody say that's for every believer. That's for every believer. So then after the Lord had spoken to them, he was received up into heaven and sat on the right hand of God and they went forth. And they he told them to go and they went forth and preached everywhere. The Lord working with them and confirming the word with signs following. Amen. Let's lift up our voices today as we remember the why. Lord, we thank you God for your church today. We thank you Lord for the reason to live. We thank you Lord for the reason of new life. We thank you, God, for being the one that supplies our every need today. Lord, would you move by your power and by your spirit. In Jesus' name, praise be to God. Amen. The Lord bless you. Tell somebody as you're seated, I've got to know the reason why. I'm glad I know, as the song says, who Jesus is. I'm glad that I have received the revelation of the songs that we sung today about the mighty God in Christ. Aren't you thankful for those revelations? Aren't you thankful for the revelation and the understanding of the baptism in the lovely name of Jesus Christ? Amen. I'm glad for the revelation of the gift of the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking in other tongues and bearing spiritual fruit. Sometimes we leave that off. But if you receive the Holy Ghost, you're not only going to speak in tongues, but you'll bear spiritual fruit. There is a tendency sometimes for those of us that are of a multi-generational church to fall into the trap of thinking that we have arrived when it comes to revelation that we have attained, that we know the fullness of truth. And we use that term so loosely. Does anybody know the fullness of the truth of God? Because I believe not everybody knows everything about, there's some smart people, but there's a big God that yet to be comprehended in, in the fullness of his truth. The moment that we stop seeking a continual revelation experience with God is the moment we start digressing, the moment we stop pursuing God and the knowledge of him and his holiness, the moment we think we have the revelations that we need and all that we need is the moment we start to decline. Amen. God help us to never get satisfied with, oh, I'm saved, sanctified, Pentecostal, and petrified. Amen. I, I, I don't want it to be that we are 105 years into our heritage and we forget the fact that the reason we got here is because of Revelation. The reason we have continued is because of revelation, progressive revelation. Jesus said that man will not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds, that goes forward, is continually growing. I'm glad to say that I've been in this since I was a child, but he gets sweeter as the days go by. Amen. I begin to know him more, and I see him more for who he is. And I love him more as he reveals himself to me. The word of God shows us that no major revival ever occurs without revelation. I find these so-called scholars online and and on social media and preaching from different places and talking about a different kind of truth and a different kind of gospel. I want to say where's the revival to back it up? Where's the revival to back it up? Where's the evidence? Paul said I didn't come to you with enticing words of man wisdom but I came in demonstration of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Today it's got to come to us that, that the word will Be backed up by demonstration. The revelation will be backed up by demonstration. They've come too late to tell me, Amen, that Jesus is just a man. They've come too late to tell me that this gospel really doesn't matter. I've walked down the road. I've seen the lives that are changed. I've watched the drug addict turn into a sanctified preacher. I've seen the depressed that is about to blow their head off in suicide. Now walking in the truth and in victory. I've watched it over and over again, and they've come too late to tell me. Yeah. Amen. Revelation must be connected to revival. Yeah. When I speak of greater revelation, I'm speaking about refusing to be stagnant in our pursuit of God. I watch it repeatedly in pastoring people. The moment a person gets stagnant in their passion for God, it's a dangerous time for them. It's a dangerous time. The book of Ephesians, Paul said in 1 and 17, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. The spirit of wisdom and revelation and revelation. Amen. We understand that revelation means to uncover or to reveal. It means the the Greek word literally means to take the cover off or to take the lid off, to expose or to open to view. There are things that God has for you and for me that he wants to expose to us. He wants to reveal to us. Amen. If you have not had an aha moment with God in a while, perhaps you need to go back and say, Oh, God, will you show me who you are? Will you reveal yourself to me? Will you show me who you are? Be honest with God and say, let me see you today. And it said the spirit of wisdom and revelation. Wisdom is the skill to apply the revelation. Wisdom is the skill to apply revelation. Amen. I want the Lord to take the cover off of his word. I want him to reveal himself to me. The danger of a multi-generational church such as ours is that we become complacent in revelation. We're just simply remembering yesterday's revelation. Amen, but I can't afford to just put a lid on God and say there's no more truth for me you to reveal to me. Amen. I want to wonder about him. I want to think about him. I want to meditate on him. I want him, I want to see him for who he is. Everything that he has. I want, I want to know him in every revelation. Amen. I don't know everything about him. I don't know everything about prayer. I don't know everything about his word. I don't know everything about worship. I don't know everything about soul winning. I don't know everything about about uh, all there is about the church, uh, but I want to know. Show me, show me. Amen. Is there anybody in the sound of my voice today that says, uh, show me God. Reveal yourself to me. I'm not just going to sit down and anchor where I'm at, uh, but oh God, let me grow and progress in you in revelations. Paul expected revelations. He said in 2 Corinthians 12 and 1, it is not expediently for doubtless to glory. I will come to visions and revelations. I will come to visions and revelations. At one point he said, that's why God put a thorn in my flesh. The man that went to the third heaven came down and landed on a thorn to keep him in perspective. The Lord, he said it was to keep him from getting the big head. But he believed, I will come to visions and revelations. I am going to see more of God. Is there anybody that got that faith to say today, I will come to more. I will see more. I will understand more. I will experience more. He had an expectation of future revelations. Romans 16, 25, now unto him that is of power to establish you according to my gospel and the preaching of Jesus Christ according to the revelation of the mystery. The revelation of the mystery which he's kept secret since the world began. God wants to reveal himself to you. 3 John, verse 3 For I rejoiced greatly when the brethren came and testified of the truth that is in thee, even as thou walkest in the truth. I have no greater joy than to hear that my children walk progressively in truth and he said jesus said when he the spirit of the truth is come he will guide you into all truth he will guide you into all truth isaiah recorded that the glory of the lord shall be revealed isaiah 40 and 5 and the glory of the lord shall be revealed the glory of the lord oh lord show me your glory show me your glory show me your glory there was perhaps no greater revelation than Jesus alive walking among his disciples appearing among his disciples and the Bible says in our text and after he appeared and after he appeared he looked at them and he began to upbraid them he began to talk to them encourage them, rebuke them chasten them because of their lack of faith he said because there's something about to happen when they saw a risen Lord, when they got the revelation of a risen Lord, all of a sudden they went to the next level and that is they got a mission from the Lord. Amen. There's a lot of people that know him and has been revealed by him but I want to tell you, revelation is not meant to just pat us on the back and talk about how much we know and where we've come from and what we've experienced but revelation is to energize us into the why. If I know the who, then I will know the Why, if I know Jesus, I know that he came to seek and to save that which was lost. The entire purpose of Christ on this mission to earth was to reach the lost. After he appeared, after he appeared, he upbraided them with their unbelief and hardness of heart. Notice the disciples at this time, we're sitting at meat. He comes and catch them at a moment of relaxation. How many know you need to eat? Sit down. How many of you know that it's good to take it easy? Somebody just took off yesterday and you didn't even say amen. Hallelujah. Lord, you're good to us. Uh. How many know that it's okay to relax, but the Lord came to them at the moment of relaxation and at this juncture, he challenged their faith and he said, I've given you revelation, but you need to go. Jesus revealed himself to us even when we are mistaken as the disciples had to be upbraided, had to be challenged for their faith. Their faith was misaligned, but Jesus realigned their faith. He reveals himself to us to realign our faith. Amen. I think about uh, Brother Larry Carter. Brother Larry Carter, you may have heard of him, and he may have even been here at some point in time, but Brother Larry Carter is an apostolic uh, preacher, but he's also one of the best guitar players in all the world. He's the only Pentecostal that I know of that is a guitar player who has a company that makes him a guitar. And he sells it. And he gets paid for it. That's pretty cool. He grew up in church, learned to play the the guitar in church, but he backslid and went into the world and while he was in the world he became very successful in what he was playing playing in nightclubs and bars and juke joints and and he said one night as he was playing got through playing a song he said i knew what the holy ghost was i have felt the presence of the lord again and he said the lord just came and wrapped his arms around him and asked him what are you doing here what are you doing here You know what happened? Revelation hit Brother Larry Carter. He still loves me. He still cares for me. That day he left the bar and went on a mission. I want to tell you when you get a revelation of who Jesus is, you look at the times that he healed people. What do they do? Oh, let me tell you about Jesus. He went to the woman at the well of Samaria. What did she do after she understood and got the revelation of the Messiah? Oh, come and see him. The man is not this the Christ who's told me everything. Oh. what happened to the man we preached about from the Gadareans when the devils were cast out? He went about all of Decapolis broadcasting and telling, when you truly get a revelation of who Jesus is, and it's going to make you want to tell somebody, it's going to make you want to share the mission, the why. We must have revelations. They will come and test our faith in our comfort zones. We must know who Jesus is as the King of kings and the Lord of lords. We need to see him as being the Lord and king over all the earth. We need to see a man, him through the revelation of truth and righteousness and gifts of the spirit. But our actions need to match our revelation. If we say we want greater revelation, then we need to go forward with it. Because you will find that revelation came to Moses in the bush and he went on a mission. Paul had a revelation on Damascus Road and and it led to a mission. When you get a revelation with who... With God, there's got to be something that says, i got to go, I've got to tell, I've got to share. I believe that we've gotten to the place where we're just so comfortable with a good blessing. We're comfortable with a good touch. Do, do you know he saved you? And we're to go and reach for somebody else. Let me tell you who Jesus is. Let me tell you what Jesus has done for me. It's time to remember our why this morning. Why are we here? All oh, revelations, yes. But revelation has got to lead to mission. He said, go into all the world. Preach the gospel to just people you like. Just people who live in your town. Just people whose skin matches yours. Just people whose Uh, social status matches yours. Just people with your kind of hairdo. Just just people that, you know, I want to be around or I like. No, he said go into the world and preach the gospel to every creature. Somebody say "Every every creature. Every creature. After the revelation... They didn't run and hide as they did previously, but their faith propelled them into their mission. After the revelation, they went forward. Revelation was not meant to be kept inside their walls. Revelation is not meant to be kept in the church. It's meant to be shared. It's meant to go out. Hear the why today. Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel To every creature. Well, I'm not a preacher. Yes, you are. Every person is a preacher of the gospel when it comes to sharing the gospel. Every Individual that has been born again is now a missionary that is meant to share the gospel. You say, I just don't know if I've got the... There's some people that are outgoing, they're going to do that. Can you fall on your face and begin to intercede for the lost? Amen. Can you send a gift? Can you just encourage with a word? Is there something that you can do to reach out, break the ice, go in 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 any way, make a way, whatever we can do to reach the lost is something we must must do that is our why amen we find that 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 paul said in romans 1 and 16 for i'm not ashamed of the gospel of christ for it is the power of god unto salvation do you still believe that do you still believe that it is still a a, a life-changing gospel transforms the rebellious Change is the homosexual. You don't hear about the hundreds that are marching that have been ex-homosexuals. That are now proclaiming victory over that lifestyle. Marching and declaring there is an answer. There is an answer. They don't want to tell you about that. Uh, amen. They don't want to tell you about that. Uh, but, but, but Paul understood it. And he said there's some of you that were like that. But now you're changed by the power of God. We still believe that it cleans up the drug addict. And, and conquers the anger. And removes depression. And turns the thief into an honest hard worker. This is the power of the why. The why is It'll take a, a waitress on a boat that's standing there with tears flowing down her face and saying, I want this. She was in church the next night, stood up and waved at the crowd. Why? Because there is a why. There's a reason why. There's a reason why. There's somebody in your world right now that's looking for you to share the reason why for them. There's somebody right now that is hurting. Oh, pastor, I've tried. Amen. Why don't you try again? why don't you go again? Why don't you tell them again? Why don't you believe again? These signs shall follow them that believe that they're going to lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. That's not just for a a God-ordained preacher. It's for everyone. The exciting thing is that you know, he, he raked them over the coals because of their unbelief. I've been there. How about you? Then he told them the why, and then he said he worked with them. He worked with them. The Lord working with them, confirming the word with signs following. Amen. It is the call of the Great Commission. That's the why. And that the Lord would empower us to do the why. We want the blessings of God. We want the revelations of God. Amen. But do we want the business of God? Do we want uh, the mission of God? We want the security and the safety of his divine protection. But are we willing to sell out to his purpose? Can I tell you, there are things that have happened. Hear me right now. There are things that have happened in your life over the last few years that you can waste your storm or you could become a missionary. You can waste your storm or you can become a missionary. You've got a testimony because of what you've been through. You've got a testimony because you have made it. And not only made it, you are victorious and you're an overcomer. Amen. I want to tell you, don't just bury it in your own life. But say, I'm going to write a book about it. I'm going to tell about it. I'm going to share everywhere I go. The reason I'm here is because God brought me through. The reason that I'm here is because there was a Lord that gave me The victory. You have a job to be a missionary. You have a job. On your job, you're a missionary. When our kids go to school, they're missionaries. Mm 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 Don't think for one moment you can't be an impact in your school. Don't think for one moment that you can't be an impact in your school. Amen. I've shared this with you before. I'll share with you again. In eighth grade in Kilgore, Texas, in the middle school, me and three other people decided to have a prayer meeting at a 15-minute break period. recess, whatever you call it. But in 15 minutes, we went into a room by ourselves and begin to pray. We started inviting people, and it grew from three to 10, from 10 to 20. Until we had to ultimately go out of that room into the auditorium where we wound up with 220 at every 15 minute break of the day going in there and beginning to pray. Amen. I wish I could tell you all the reports. I don't know. I don't know what God did, but He took a bunch of eighth graders that decided, uh, Amen, I want to do something about, you know, how to roll back the kingdom of darkness? Uh, Stand up and do your why. You want to know how to roll back the kingdom of darkness? Uh, Stand up and do your why. Amen. Go ye in all the world. We think it's just for the Stumbos. We think it's just for the Edmonds. No, it is for the Gills. It is for the Murphins. It is for the Gothras. It is for the Binghams. It is for the Brewers. All right, It's for I come across this story that blew my mind. Let me share it with you. It says that a century ago, a band of brave souls became known as the one-way missionaries. They purchased single tickets to the mission field without the return half. And instead of suitcases, they packed a few belongings in coffins. As they sailed out of port, they waved goodbye to everyone they loved. Everything they knew, because they knew they'd never return home again. A.W. Moline was one of these missionaries who set sail for new hybrids in the South Pacific, knowing full well that the headhunters who lived there had martyred every missionary before him. Moline did not fear for his life because he had already died to himself. His coffin was packed. For 35 years he lived among the tribe and loved them. When he died, the tribe members buried him in the middle of their very village and inscribed this epithet on his tombstone. When he came, there was no light. When he left, there was no dark. You can't live a duplicitous life and be a soul winner you can't live one way and tell everybody how spiritual you are and then blow up at somebody on the job and and, and give a piece of your mind and and run down your community and tell about you can't be a missionary and hate where you're at at the same time I want to tell you God sends us sometimes to places that are not pristine oh everybody wants to go to Hawaii everybody wants to go to Jamaica everybody wants to but you know what have you been to the inside of Hawaii do you know the desperation of the souls in Hawaii do you see That's the part that God calls us to. God calls us sometimes to ugly places. Places we don't like. Places we cannot stand. Why? Amen. Because he wants us to come with our coffin in our mind. I'm here. I'm going to make a difference. Uh, And when I arrive, there may be darkness. Yeah, there's drug addicts on your street. Yes, there are. Yes, there are. They come and visit this corner every so often. Amen. I've watched them as they pull up in the parking lot. They're coming here to make a deal with us house down the way what is going on oh God would you send light God would you send light enough with just complaining and shouting at the darkness let's just let our light shine some folks got the mentality I'll beat them up then give them a bible study really we need to be careful let there be no darkness when we leave. Let there be no darkness. Let there be no darkness. Amen. Noted Arthur and Pastor Mark Batterson put it this way. When did God, when did we start believing that God wants to send us to safe places and do easy things? When did we get to the place where we believe that God wanted to send us to safe places and easy things? We're not here just to hold the fort. I'm sorry if that busts somebody's bubble. We're not here to just hold the fort. We're here to conquer the world. We're here to go forward. We're here to move out. Amen. There must be something in us that says, I refuse to play it safe anymore. I refuse to just barely get I'm going to make sure that I go forward into the danger zone. I'm going to step into the danger zone. Hallelujah. The, The reason MPC is here after over 100 years is the truth, yes. But there's also been somebody that said, I'll be a missionary in my community. I'll be a missionary In my community, I'll reach up and I'll pick up the why Jesus came to seek and to save that which was lost. So will I. So will I. Hudson Taylor, the noted missionary, said the Great Commission is not an option to be considered, it is a command to be obeyed. Henry Martin said the Spirit of Christ is the Spirit of missions the nearer we get to him, the more intensely missionary we will become. An unknown author said it like this. The reason some folks don't believe in missions is that their brand of religion they don't think is worth propagating. I don't know who that guy is. I couldn't find to give him credit. But I want to tell you, it's the truth. If what you have... You don't believe it's worth sharing, you won't share it. But when you realize you've got a hold of the greatest thing this side of heaven, you've got a hold of the greatest thing this side of heaven, amen. If you want to take the peace you have, share it with somebody else. You want to have the joy, I want the joy, but I can't just keep it to myself. Here at MPC, we believe in bringing hope and building lives. But how do we do that? By preaching the gospel, by living before people, by loving people, by helping people. In Jesus' name. You know how you tell something's a fire? Because other things around it start catching. It was a Jew who brought the gospel to Rome a Roman who took the gospel to France, a Frenchman who took the gospel to Scandinavia, a Scotsman who evangelized Ireland, an Irishman who who became the missionary to Scotland. Everybody receives the gospel from somebody else. Our mission is to go to Elm Street, Perry Street, First Street, David Street, Main Street, Side Roads, Up the knobs over, and in a 30 mile radius is where the Lord has stamped us to reach. Not to pull people out of churches, not to take people, that's swelling, that's not growing. We need to have a mentality, God, let us reach the lost. Let us reach the lost. Let's get the word out. Let's talk about it. Let's win souls. We've been here and we're fighting devils that tell people you don't want to be an apostolic because you got to wear certain things. Or you don't want to be apostolic because that's that crazy church. That's that church, but that's the church they call when they need prayer. That's the church they call when they want God to touch Amen. That's the one they come looking for you. Amen. Be a missionary where you are. Stand with me, please. I've preached like this before. I will continue to preach like this. I want to remind us why we're here. We're here not just to have a nice parking lot in a building and, and so our kids can make it to heaven, but we've we, we got to love people First Timothy chapter 2 verse 3 it says for this is good and acceptable in the sight of God our Savior who will have all men to be saved he wants everybody to be saved yes. let me preach to those today that feel like well if I If I I preach, I'm going to be hypocritical. Well, then just change your life where your life matches your message. Well, there's other people that are hypocritical. So what? So what? There's a lot of hypocritical doctors. We still go. A lot of hypocritical Walmart greeters. We still go. Don't let let somebody else be the one that keeps you out of glory. I would that all men be saved. I've come to tell you, MPC, I've talked to you this before the conference a little bit. I'm going to talk to you about it today and a little bit more tonight. There's a shift happening in MPC. God is poisoning us and poisoning us and setting us in a place. I believe that revival is here, not just coming. He's working, not just something in the future, but right now. Right now. Right now. And I believe that God is going to turn us into a power pack, hope station. Granite, Lord. Granite, Lord. Granite, Lord. Granite, Lord. Granite, Lord. Anybody here excited about your gospel? Anybody here excited about the truth that you know? You want to share with everybody? Why don't you step out in the aisle? Come on. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Maybe you need today to just simply be transformed. Maybe today you need the transformation and the act of the gospel today. He loves you. He cares for you. He wants you. He needs you. Hallelujah today. I praise you, Lord. I thank you, God. I thank you, God. You're the Savior of our soul. Hallelujah. Nobody's gone too far that they cannot be saved. Nobody's too deep into the things of this world that God cannot reach them. He knows. He cares. Hallelujah. 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 Lord, today, Lord, would you move? Oh, God. Hallelujah for every backslider, Lord Jesus. For every backslider today. For every prodigal that is away from you. Lord, for everyone who is in this jar. God, whether they're here or afar. God, I pray, Lord, right now that you would, uh, Lord, speak to their heart, Uh, call them, woo them. By your spirit, oh God. Hallelujah. Break down the resistance. Break down the walls. In the name of Jesus today. Lord, I bless your name. Lord, I bless your name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Is there any believers in the house? You believe what I'm talking about. You believe that God still works. God still saves. Amen. I'm tired of the devil running over us and telling us there's no use. It's fruitless. Oh, no, it is not. Somebody's going to be saved and it might as well be through our work. It might as well be through us giving the why, understanding the why, holy ghost today lord i praise you today lord i bless your name reach the lost reach the lost reach the backsider god reach the cold and the lukewarm in the building god i pray today let holy ghost fire fall here in the mighty name of jesus in the mighty name of jesus lord i praise you i bless your day Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Jesus, we stand ready for whatever shift you have, a little, Lord, adjustments, God, that we've got to make here at MPC to go to the next level with you, to go to the next level revival. We stand here ready to make those, oh God. Would you direct us? Would you lead us today in the precious, powerful, mighty, awesome name of God? We thank you, Lord, for it. We thank you, Lord, for it. I'm picking up the commission and going. I'm going to run with the mission. I'm going to run with the message. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. This morning, I felt led to preach you the why. Tonight, I'm going to preach on the how. How are we going to do it? What are we going to do? Amen. I'm going to share with you some things the Lord laid on my heart. Amen. Because I don't want to just preach about the why if we don't have a how. We don't, how, do we, how are we going to implement this? What are we going to do? Amen. Let the power of the Holy Ghost fall. Let the power of the Holy Ghost fall. Would somebody pray with us today? Holy Ghost, would you come? Move of God, would you come? Anointing of God, would you be in this place tonight? Uh, Hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you for joining us today. We pray you have been encouraged. If you would like more information about Medora Pentecostal Church, you can check out our website at www.medorachurch.com. I said